they were sending me hate in my DMs for this. And all I'm going to say is, and I'm going to shut them up and I'm going to make them realize that Cheetah never wrong. Like, if you look at our team, our team is structurally scr- tr- got a lot more superstars on it. Now, that Chiefs team was loaded, though. We won a Super Bowl. Right. We played against a real good San Francisco 49ers team. But if you look at this team here, this team here is way better on paper, bro. Okay, let it be known. I'm working hard when I ain't on the phone. This ain't a hunt, this ain't a phone. Grind never stopping, I'm keeping it going. Okay, let's go. Welcome back to another episode of It Needed to Be Said. It is your host, Tyreek Hill, aka the Cheetah, and I have my special friend Julius, the co-host. Julius, what's up? How we feeling? Man, we feeling, man. We feeling, we feeling amazing. How you feeling today, man? After that, after that, that win. You know what? I am feeling amazing. But before we get into anything, I just want to let our fans know, and also the listeners all across, you know, the world that you know support us, to make sure to go rate, review, and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, and also Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. So, guys, that is very important. Um, if you want to, you know. Catch anything that we drop on and needed to be said because we started dropping it weekly. Um, you don't want to miss these updates because you you don't know who we may have on or may not have on. And each and every week is, you know, we're we're steady, you know, climbing the ladder. You feel me? So each and every week is steady. Um, we're getting where we want to be at. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm, I'm feeling great. Great win. You know, first yeah. ever Black Friday game. So, yeah, it was, it was a good game. It was a special game, man. We're we going to get into that. Um, so, yeah, you got I, I know you got the, the questions for me. And so let's I just on. I just want to see you do this one more time so I can get in trouble one more time. Just do that again oh, one I, more I, time. I do that. So, I get, <laughs> so I can get in trouble again. Jesus Christ. Black Friday game recap. How was it playing on Friday, man? Have you, you haven't played that a Friday night game in a while, have you? Uh, you're you're so correct about that. Um, it was it was definitely a different feeling because we're so used to playing on Sunday, but it felt good. Like it felt like a Friday night's game. Like once the lights got on, and um, you know, um, it it felt like I was back in South Georgia again. You know, right. running around. You know, having having a good time as always, mm-hmm. and um, it it was fun, man. But the most important thing was obviously you know winning the game, mm-hmm. um, and we did that. You know, um, offense. We kind of we kind of started slow. We scored ten points in the. I believe we scored seventeen points in the first half. We could have put up mm-hmm. more points because we was moving the ball up and down the field, but mm-hmm. we were shooting ourselves in the foot. You know, we weren't able to convert on third down as much. Um, we were turning the ball over, whether it was fumbles, mm-hmm. whether it was interceptions, whatever the case may be, drop passes, whatever the case may be, we wasn't able to. You know. Um, get the ball rolling how we want it to, to roll, how it's been rolling, you know, in the past week. So, um, obviously, all, all of that is fixable, though. All of that is fixable. The drop passes, you know, um, is, is fixable. All of that is fixable. So, right. Um, that's, and that's the beauty Speaking of Speaking of drop so. passes, I know we had just covered a pass with the Chiefs where Buddy had to lay out. You said that yeah. was one of the hardest passes to catch going at that speed, yeah, the was. lights. I got a text from Swerve that said, he wasn't going the same speed as dude, and he dropped it. What happened, man? We got he got to get it to it. I'm just, hey, I'm just out here. I'm just out here saving reputations at this point. Sauce was cooked. I went day. Hey, I when we got on the plane, the first thing I did was I went straight up to the offensive coordinator. I was like, man, I can't believe it. I grabbed him by his chest. I said, I can't believe I dropped that pass, man. 
<laughs> I can't believe it. I wanted it too bad. I had a great release, and um, I kind of yeah. got lazy, you know. Yeah. You can't get lazy against great players because Saucy's a real good player. He's a young player, but yeah. he's a real good player, and he plays hard. And um, right. he plays the sport the right way, and it's a beautiful thing, man. So um, it's just one of those things that I can never get relaxed or lazy. I, I just got to attack the ball. You know, right. it doesn't matter if he's holding me or has his hand around my neck. I gotta catch the ball. That's that's gotta be my mindset to dominate each and every <laughs> each and every moment of the game. And right. I saved his reputation right there because if I would have caught that, I would I would have ruined him for the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> no man, but no, it was it was definitely an exciting game. Um, it was a lot of excitement. I want to talk about that touchdown. What you did with a uh, touchdown ball? You know what? I just gave it to a fan. A fan. <laughs> she's she gonna be mad about that when I say you're that. Big, she she your biggest your fan. Nah, she is a fan. Yeah, That's she, your biggest she, fan she, that she, she should be. I, I gave it. I, I gave it to. Um, I, I gave it to my beautiful lady. Um, and you know and people keep asking me. They always ask me, and I, a lot of people keep asking me, "Why do you keep giving your family members the ball?" Here's my reason reasoning to giving my family members the ball. A, I, it's cool. But B, it's also a way for me to have jug balls whenever I'm ready to catch, you know, in the offseason so that way I don't got to hit people up. I can just say, hey, remember that touchdown ball I gave you? Where is that at? I'm going to go use that to go catch in the backyard, all right? So you don't sign on them? You don't do any of that touchdown number this? You don't do that? You just take them home? I just take them home, and I use them in the offseason to to catch with. So I'm going to fast forward a little bit. When you break 2,000 yards – what are you going to do with that ball? I know you're going to get that one, friend. Now, if you just, oh, jug ball, boom. Nah, you ain't doing that. The pressure's on, man. He said, when? I, when? Speak it into existence. Got to speak it into existence, man. Um, Obviously, that'll be that'll be great, you know, just that whole moment. Um, mm-hmm. I, I probably have a moment where I, you know, um, uh, I, I really don't know what, what I'm going to do with the ball, for real, though. Mm-hmm. I'll probably just hold on to it so whenever my one of my kids make it to the big leagues and, and they break my record, I just say, hey, son, this is the ball that, you know, <laughs> helped me get to <laughs> Like one of those moments, like one of those father-son <laughs> moments. <laughs> we go, I'm going to start a wager, though. We're going to start a wager. We're going we're gonna to put it up on, on the page. Will you cry once you break 2,000 yards this season? That's going to be the bar meter. Will Cheetah cry <laughs> as Man, soon as he breaks it. But I'm going to tell you why I asked you about your, what you did with the ball, dude. I know you was on the field. The commentator, they were trying to figure out who that was you gave the ball to. I'm looking like. That's crazy. He, that's crazy. He, you heard he said. He, yeah. This guy just got married last week. I hope that's his wife. Like, what? Like, that's what you all, Al Michaels? Like, just if it wasn't, damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Talk about blowing up the spot, bro. What you want? Like. Like, come on, bro. Like, I see what I can't do right. Now, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. Bro, hey, bro would have told. He would have told. Hey, quick. But no, Tua. Tua, man. Tua. He's looking good. I'm glad he got rid of the braids, got rid of the do-rag. <laughs> I'm glad that's done. But he threw a pick. And yeah. you could feel it in the in the, in the in the stadium. And then Tim Boyle said, Tua, hold my drink. And Holland took that pick six back for 99 yards. What's going on on the sideline with that, man? That was like the most magical. That was probably the best play I've seen out of mm-hmm. anybody while being on the football field. Talk about it's two seconds left in the half. Mm-hmm. Those guys had just caught a pick. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about momentum swing pick. Um, and for Javon Holland to have, 
you know, the balls to catch that that pass and to, to take it a hundred yards mm-hmm. is it, is crazy. It was like it, it was like an Ed Reed moment happening in my eyes, but it was a Javon Holland moment. So I don't want to take nothing away from Javon Holland because he's he's a special player already, and for him right. to be able to do that, you know. At such a pivotal moment in a game was huge for us, man. And we needed that as a team. We needed that because right. one and a half after a pick, everybody's like, "Ah, oh, here we go, here we go again." And then we all we all taking our helmets off. We like, man, like, come on, you can't do that. And it's like, oh, it's a pick, it's a pick. All right, take a knee. Oh, right. he gone. Nah, he gone. Oh, he gone. <laughs> so it's like everybody. It's like a whole lot of you know. Um, you know, a different kind of feelings and emotions. And next thing we know, he crossing up the quarterback. Tim Boyle going left. He going right. And it's like, oh, my. Christian Wilkins pancaking the running back. It's a beautiful thing to see, man. So, I don't know tight. if Holland can hoop, bro. I don't know if he can hoop, but that's probably the slowest crossover move I've seen in my life he hit Tim Boyle with. Yeah, it was Tim just, just kind of rocked with it and just went down. Oh, it was cold now, but it was just – It was dirty. <laughs> And he went down, but no, that was an amazing win. Um, and as much as excitement and fun that was, you guys had a brother go down with a torn Achilles. Let's talk about Phil, right. man. How's he doing? Um, he's in high spirits. Um, I was able to, you know, see him. I, I didn't chop it up with him or nothing like that. I don't, I, I don't get into personal business. I don't do all that. Um, but right. you know, from from just looking at him and. Um, just knowing that the kind of player and person he is, I, I know he's a dedicated hard worker. He loves football, um, and he's he uh, he has a he had a history of you know um, injuries when, whenever he was in college. Um, so I, I know he's going to attack this thing, you know, full speed, head on, you know, ready to get back on the field with his brothers, you know. So there's there's no question in my mind of that, um, and you know, um, my biggest thing is for him to just, you know, stay prayed up and don't worry about, you know, just this moment in your life, man. Like, right. just come back stronger. Just keep that mindset. Now, it would it would have been great to have him right now, though, because he's a, he's a hell of a player, obviously. Like, this guy, he just had six tackles. We were just talking about him last week, six tackles, two sacks, a peak. We were just talking about him last week, how special he is. But right. you never want to see an injury like that happen, man. And we've been saying it, like, the, the field conditions. Like having mm. a turf field outdoor sucks. It sucks, man. Like, like I seen a poll on Twitter where, where they had a list of players, you know, mm-hmm. um, that got hurt on that same exact field, the same injury. It's like, <laughs> bro, like you got to take care of your product, NFL. We got to do better, NFL. Like we got to do better. So you think they really should get away from the turf and go straight to the grass? And like you said, we talked about it before. I think this is something that the players definitely need to move forward, especially with the continuation of injuries happening because of the turf. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I really think the NFL, they need or the NFL and the players and the, also the owners, we need to, you know, come to some kind of, you know, agreement where it's like, okay, we're going to have this kind of field. We're going to have a turf field, but it's going to be indoors or we're going to have some, there's got to be some going on with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we understand turf is cool. It makes players look fast and all of this extra stuff. You feel I we get that, but it's gotta be some kind of agreement came came upon. Right. Now, in his absence, you guys went out and signed another dog. I don't, I ain't you know, I don't know if he's a dog. Now I ain't taking nothing away from it, but Jason Pierre Paul. Uh huh. He was a dog at some point. Does he, he still got that dog? I don't think y'all would have signed him if they didn't see that dog in him. Does he still Man. have it, you think? 
I, I, I honestly believe he still has that dog. Um, mm-hmm. Chris Greer, he's one of those guys, you know, that has a, a special eye for talent and the mm-hmm. way he, he has built this defense and the way and how our d- defensive coordinator coaches, like he allows guys to play full at full speed. So I, I feel like once JPP come in, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's going to be a great addition. Uh, obviously, right. we got Emmanuel Ogba. We got we got my favorite player on the defense, Andrew Van Ginkle, forty three. Yeah, uh, if you don't know who that is, um, we 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 got a lot of special players. But also having just a rotation of guys who can come in. You know, when when the starter is tired in the second screen, come in, it's like the same kind of energy coming at you. Right. It's like man, these guys got a full rotation of guys coming in. Right. So. Just having that rotation of guys is always special, man. And, and again, it was another big game for the defense. Um, in my personal opinion, I think the defense got started a little slow, but once uh, five came back, got back into the rotation of things, well, not even got back, but just stepped back, stepped into the rotation. Like, you just see a change in the defense. Like I said, I think I think he's pushed X to go to that next level, and they're pushing everyone else to go to that next level with them. So, man, that defense oh, yeah. was scary, dude. Oh yeah, that defense looked real good, man. Those boy, those guys are flying to the ball too, though, and that's a scary yeah. thing, man, for an offensive guy. Like it's one thing I hate, man, when the defense flies to the ball like that. And the New York Jets do the same thing too, though. Like right. I just gotta say this: the New York Jets, they got a real good defense. Like their mm-hmm. secondary is next level. DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner, um, Whitehead, Jermaine Whitehead, um, <laughs> the other safety that they got. All of those guys are good. Then obviously the front seven that they got. So they got the total package at defense. That's all I gotta say about those guys. They they real good now. Now you 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 always send the the, the fan nation and tell friends anytime you you jump up limp do like this chip your nail something is the ankle okay? You know what? It's I'm day to day right now, man. It's each each and every day is you know about getting healthy, about getting better. Because um, truth be told, we play a very physical sport. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I wish I, I wish I could walk away every game and and not get hit. Not, right. not every game is not going to be like that. Some games right. you're going to play against a New York Jet defense who fly to the ball, and mm-hmm. those guys are going to make plays, and those guys are going to hit you. So, um, yeah, each and every day I got I just got to get better. And, I mean, I'm a, obviously I'm going to play. <laughs> I ain't going to miss no game. Nah. Right. But right. I, really um, I, gotta, I just got to get healthy. That's it. Right. Slowly but surely. Now, you know we all like the joke. There was a picture of a little nugget head floating around on Instagram. Bruh. <laughs> oh, this was, who, oh. who gave you that ball head, man? He like a little... Oh. <laughs> he like Wesley Snipes, bruh. <laughs> hey, yeah. that's my evil twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> will, you, will, you, will you ever go ball, bruh? Will you go yeah. ball like that? I ain't talking about when you 50 or 60. I know you went with a mustache. I'm talking about like let's say next season, <laughs> New yeah. Year's, Jigo ball. Bro, you know, you know what's crazy, bro. I used to be balling JUCO, bro. So yes, I plan on going ball probably here soon. Bro, you too young to be ball, bro. <laughs> did you did you have a ball? Just go ball. Don't do a swerve and cut the face out. Go ball and just leave the mustache, bro. And bro, I'm going ball, bro. Like in that picture right there, I look good in that picture, bro. It just my head had dents in it. Your head look dryful. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't shine that joint. <laughs> they didn't hey, so shine. I don't even 
I don't even know why I changed my uh, profile picture to that. Like, I just like trolling people, for real, though. I just like trolling people. And apparently, like, I got the engagement exactly what I wanted. Like, I got exactly what I wanted, which was engagement on the post so I can get more people to my profile. Because it's all about marketing. Everything that that you do is about marketing. So I'm trying to market, you know, uh, my clothing brand right now. We got a huge discount with my clothing brand, Soul Runner. So I'm trying to plug all of that in. It's all plug and play. Like, once I get people clicking on my profile, they're like, who is this? Who who is this picture? So they click on my page and scroll. The first thing they see is Soul Runner. So it's all plug and play. It's all a marketing strategy. So. I'm glad you did. Hey, that ain't even a shameless plug because it's the show. Where can they go and find and purchase Soul Runner merch? Why we on that subject? All they got to do is type in soulrunner.store on the internet and it's right there or you can go to any one of my social media profiles and locate Soul Runner because I got it plastered all over my social media profile. So it's easy. Soulrunner.store or go to any cheetah social social media platform, TikTok, Instagram, um, Slide in my DMs. What are you slide in my Snapchat DMs? Whatever you want to do, it's there. It's there. Can you can you do a soul runner shirt with that nugget head on it? Better be so crazy, bro. Like, yeah, you yeah, know what? Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that you know what? That's a great idea. I should do a Christmas sweater with that nugget head on it. <laughs> That's Boom. it. Right yeah, there. Now, now there's a post. Um, and obviously, you know, you've heard the. The chatter saying that the the Dolphins, you guys are denial. You will annihilate a bad team, but you guys can't beat quote unquote good teams or teams with winning records. And they compared you guys right. along with the Dallas Cowboys. Where, right. where you at on that mentally? Like I know you don't care mentally, but what, what what's your commentary on the comparison or even just the it's, idea of that? It's 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 just so hard to keep up with all these theories, man, against the Miami Dolphins. There's so many people that that don't want us to be good, man, that it's so hard to keep up with. Like so many people come up with different things like each and every day. Like I I I, I don't even know what to say half the time, man. And for people to actually say, Hey, these guys can't beat a potent team in the NFL, it's it's tough because we we I know and every other NFL guy knows in the NFL that it's any given Sunday. It's any given Sunday, regardless of who you play. You feel me? So um, I just feel like we just do a good job of just, you know, winning the games that we're supposed to win. Obviously, we want to win all the games, but we just do a good job of, you know, um, playing ball when it's time to play ball. So it's right. that's all I got to say to it, man. And it's hard to keep up with, you know, all these side stories about, oh, the Dolphins can't win. They can't do this or do that, man. You, you can go through probably a list of Super Bowl teams that have done the same thing, what, what we're doing now. You feel me? It, it's just to keep, you know, the stories rolling, I guess. It Needed to Be Said is brought to you by Sleeper, the fantasy sports and real money gaming app focused on bringing people together through sports and gaming. It's super easy. Just go to the app and you can pick more or less from the predicted stats and you can win up to 100 times your money if your picks win. Let me repeat that. You can win up to 100 times your money Trust my fantasy IQ. Tonight, we got an amazing matchup. LA Lakers against the Detroit Pistons. We got to go with the King. The Sleeper app has LeBron James at above 24.5 points. I completely agree with that. Now, my next pick is with Mr. AD. The Sleeper app has AD at below 23.5 points, and I'm sure that's based upon that he may receive limited playing time because of some ailments. I put my money and I made a wager in one of my picks is that 80 will have less than 23.5 points. I hope the Lakers win, but I hope that I'm right. 
Use code Cheetah so you can get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Now, you got the Soul Runner brand. You talk about marketing, podcasts. You got a, I know personally, you got a whole ton of different things going on. And specifically with the podcast and being as outspoken you as you are, especially on Twitter, like the personality aspect of an NFL player. Do you see a, a, a turn in the tide coming with more NFL players being comfortable with showing their personality and showing who they are as opposed to just, you know, I don't want to say company man, but as opposed to just NFL player, like they're, they're, they're feeling more and more comfortable to take their helmet off, take their jersey off and expose who they are. Uh, yeah, I, I can see, um, the NFL going, going into that because these younger guys that's coming into the NFL, they already got YouTube pages. They already, you know, are promoting themselves, you know, on, you know, different social media platforms. And the older generation of the NFL is slowly beginning to wash out, wash out, which is me. <laughs> you feel me? Uh, which is going to be my generation soon. Right. Um, because I, it's hard. Like when I first got to the Chiefs, they used to tell me, Hey, Reek, like stay off the social media, chill, relax. Like, just focus on ball. Like, you can ask one of my boys. They told him the same thing, too, though. And it's like, bro, like, I, I thought I made it here to, like, show who I am, show my personality a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. so, um, and you're going to begin to have more coaches like Coach McDaniel who allows players to just be them. Like, you see me, I'm on Twitter talking crazy every day. I'm, I'm like Kevin <laughs> yeah. Durant of the NBA right now. Like, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to speak my piece. Like, like, right. like, it's like, bro, like, I'm a person too. I should be able to, like, tell you my opinion. You don't, you, you don't spoke your piece, so I should be allowed to say however I feel. If you, right. if you come at me saying, hey, Reed, you dropped five passes in the game, I should be able to say, hey, I'm out there playing the game. Not you. Leave me alone. I should be able to do that because I'm speaking my right. piece. You feel me? Right. Like, I should be able to, like, and I feel like more NFL players are going to begin to do that, you know, um, promote themselves, uh, whether it's creating their own podcast um, and just um, being more vulnerable in open spaces because it's hard sometimes. Like, we want to be private. We, we want we don't want people to know about our lives. And, right. Because there's so much going on and it's like, NFL. We have these certain means in the NFL. It's like protect your brand. You don't want these people to know your location. You don't want these people to know what you drive. You don't want these people to know your family because they will take from you. That, that's what they teach us. And it's right. and it's a good strategy too, though, because right. we like we don't want any of our things stolen. You feel me? Because right. you don't want to promote different things and show your house and show this and show people who you live with. Because you got some roguish people out here who would do some crazy things. So right. I see why they do it, though. You know, in in. I think that's the, I think that's the power of social media, right? Right. Like even with the commentary, the commentators, even if you look at the evolution of commentating, of being an analyst from Stuart Scott on up to now, and I'm not saying this is skip over anybody to down to the Stephen A's, the Shannon Sharps, and then right. you got the Pat McAfee's and Ingram. Like you got Pat McAfee who played the game, then he got a podcast, and now he's a commentator. He's an analyst. Um, on ESPN or CBS or whatever station, um, but you got Ingram and they are allowing those guys to bring their personalities into that space. So I think even with the podcast realm or the social media realm with more and more players coming out, I think the NFL is ultimately going to, that tie is going to start turning whenever you talk about commentating on Sunday night football or Monday night football. I think that mm-hmm. tide is going to turn too. And I think that's going to start with the players 
leading the way, right? Right. Even when you look at NBA, it started with the players leading the way. It started with AI with the tattoos, and then then Dennis Rodman and all of these different players and their, and their persona, their personality created a culture and it shaped the NBA to what it is today. And I think that's that, that I think that's what's ultimately happening with the NFL. Remember we talked about uh, Cam and how he was ahead of his time being vocal in that system oh, yeah. and it wasn't popular to yeah. me. I think he was ahead of his time. And like we said, now with his talent, then I think he would be in a super safe position and his personality or him being vocal wouldn't, potentially jeopardized. I don't know what happened with the situation, but I'm, I'm certain a lot of people in that front office probably didn't buy into how out, how outspoken he was and him being open with who he is. So yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think more, the more and more players come out and they, they open that window to give you insight to who they are beyond the field. I think that's going to ultimately shape and, and, and change everything about the NFL, Maybe not the money and the ownership, not it. It ain't gonna happen. But yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't changing that. I ain't, I ain't gonna get in the way of that. <laughs> they, they they gonna give you that much, but I think it's gonna create a space. And even when you said you engage with fans on social media, man, I think I think like you said, you the KD of the NFL. I think that's big because as you see, a lot of fans they'll say, "Oh, you you over here bickering with a nobody." No, you a somebody, bro. Like bro, you may not be as well thing, known. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing I learned, bro. That's one thing I learned. So we went we went to church, like right after mm-hmm. the Black Friday game. We went on Sunday. And the pastor, like his main message was, um, you are somebody. Everybody has value in the name of God. You feel me? So I, I'm glad you brought that up. When people be like, oh, you you talking to a nobody. You are somebody. You are somebody, man. You are. Like, you just got, hey, come on now. Now, now you talking. Now you talking. <laughs> I told this dude that on Instagram, man. He like, oh, you 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 arguing over? I'm like, bro, you somebody. We appreciate you watching the show, bro. Like, that's it. Uh, we we ain't gonna target you, bro. Like, nobody's above anybody. It doesn't matter someone's financial status or the station in life. Like, we nobody, all human bro. beings. Like, you know, they talk about races. Now we now we talking. Now they talk about white, black, bro. It is only one fucking race, and that's the human race. Everything else is Thank a fucking you. color. Like Thank all you. that extra shit. Like, nah. Like everybody's somebody. We value y'all watching this. This is not to go at any fans. None. Like we engage with y'all because we like the back and forth. We don't take it personal, but don't ever say you're not a nobody or somebody stooping down to look down on somebody, anything. We won't play Mm -hmm. that, girl, because everybody's somebody. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a role in life. Everybody has a station and a family. Like you may not know him or you may not know me, but you're somebody, right? So, you know, that's my two cents. I I ain't mean to go that route, but. I appreciate you leading the way again on that because, like you said, you Twitter's biggest troll. I think you and KD, y'all, y'all go ahead head for the troll. We're going to go at it. We're going to go at it. Huh? Now, you've been on the tear all day commentating. I know you want to get into high school football. Would you ever do sports analyst? Because you was just on CBS and you look comfortable up there, man. What, what's going on? You switching up on us? You, you becoming yeah. a suit now? You 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 becoming a suit on us? Yeah, man. I I think I'm just trying to find my home, man. For whenever I'm done playing, oh man. I, I you know what? I feel real comfortable whenever I'm on set. But it's like, bro, like I love football so much, man. That I want to be able to be in you know the game. Like I, I like I I just gotta feel the game in a sense. I want to be able to inspire, man. Just young kids all across the world 
well, maybe not all across the world, but, you know, at some high school, and I, I know I'd be beneficial to them, you know, with helping them about football, um, about, you know, growing up to be a college athlete, um, how to be a man off the field. And I feel like my life experiences will, will, will be able to help them avoid some of the things I went through in life. Right. You, know, you feel me? So I, I just love the game and I want to just see the youth, man, succeed and just see um, just see somebody make it, you know, and just accomplish all, all of their dreams. I think it's a beautiful thing, man. Um, once you, you know, um, have a young kid, because I, I was a young kid and you have a coach that's so passionate about you. And it's like, coach, man, how can I ever repay you? And the coach is like, bro, you already paid me. Like, mm -hmm. you successful. It's like, you don't want nothing back. It's like, bro, I'm just so happy for you. Mm -hmm. It's like, that player will never forget that coach. I guarantee you, because I, I, live, I live that life with one of my coaches back in high school. Every I know who you're talking about. Yep, Coach Hill. I, 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 I don't care about no other coaches. Like, because it's like Coach Hill don't want nothing. I, I hit Coach Hill up all the time. You good? You want something? He like, no, I don't want nothing. I just mm -hmm. want to see you succeed. Like, now, nah, like he will say, I, I want you to visit my science class. Oh, but... for sure. You got to do that. <laughs> you know what I found dope about Coach Hill? Like, obviously, I wasn't there when he was um, coaching out there. When he came to Pearson to help hand out turkeys for Thanksgiving that year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like it was an automatic. Like it, it. Hey, he's in Coach Hill. Coach, I'm in town. Where you at? And not turkeys on Sunday. I'll be there. Stayed the whole day. Handed out turkeys. Didn't ask for anything. Helped move stuff around. So I think that was that was a big move because you know, like some people want stuff. Yeah, like, it's they, like, they, hey, they what am I getting for today? <laughs> right, <laughs> you go. How about you what? go take me to hand out turkeys, bro? It's volunteers for the it's for the kids and for families that are in need. But that was dope exactly. when he came out. Now I need you to put on your commentating hat because you did sit down with CBS. Yeah, Mac Jones. I told you that boy ain't got no dog in him, man. <laughs> what happened? What you make of Mac Jones? He got benched. <laughs> Where you commentating that? You said Mac Jones. He got him in him. He need this around. He got the good players. What what Aiden Brown said, he got the good players. He got the players around. He got benched. I ain't saying he's not a good player, but I just don't think he got that. How dog is he not a dog player. though? How is he not a dog though? You saw like, the what, interview. What, what makes him? You saw the interview. Uh, tell me what happened in the interview. You, you want me to say what he said? Yeah. I just got to play better, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so so you trying to say Matt Jones will cry? You he trying to sit here and tell me he ain't cry? But. I'm I'm just I'm just fucking around, by the way, Matt Jones. But I think it was an emotional situation where he got benched. And I think I think that took some of his confidence, man. You know, and I don't want to see his confidence go away. But I still right. don't think he got that dog in him. But I, I think he's a he's a good player. But I I, I obviously Belichick saw what I saw. He didn't see that dog man, in him. Look, so. I'm a, every every man cries for what he loves. Fat Come on, okay. I don't know where I got, got that from, but you don't got, I know what it is. For what he loves, them two months came you early. <laughs> the two months they came man, early. Cries for what he loves, man, and I just, I just think Coach Belichick is putting my dog in a bad situation, bro. Like, don't call him your dog. Just say Mac Jones. He, he, he ain't got no dog. You put, you put my dog Mac Jones in a bad situation. I, I love Mac Jones. I love his personality. I love. For sure. I love how he carries himself. I love how he 
competes and I, I, I just love everything about them, bro. Um, and I just feel like they're doing a bad job of putting them in, 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 in situations. Like they really, I feel like they trying to get him out of, out, out of New England. Because he got the dog in him or what? Probably the coaches don't like him. It's probably one of those situations where, where him and the coach don't got a situation because Mac he he does have an outside personality and Mac Jones is from Florida. Think yeah. about it. He's from Florida. Jacksonville. He's from Duval. And think about it now. Think about the personalities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. You though. Don't see the dog, but I, I get I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Look, man, I said it. I I said it in Techno Bowl. I said it. He don't have that dog. In him, I'm not saying he's not a great player. I think he's going to ultimately be in the Hall of Fame once he, you know, once he honed in. And I think it's a confidence issue. You know, sometimes you, you second guess yourself, right? Because uh-huh. you got this person telling you, you got one person, oh, you good, you good, and then you get complacent, right? And then you got yep. the coaches telling you what 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 coach that was they told you when you was in KC, you ain't did shit, like like yeah, you ain't, ain't did nothing yet, bro. Like Coach Cully, right? And that should have happened. You see what I'm saying? That could have happened. I'm not saying it happened. Right. And I think that could have taken place. And, you know, and a lot of times shit come out of left field (laughs) on you and catch it by surprise. (laughs) What's that? Hey, you know what's crazy, bro? We got to get D-Rob on here, bro. So so D-Rob can tell you the story, bro. When me and D-Rob first got to KC, bro, me and D-Rob. So, look, you know how, like, every – we're going to get back to Matt Jones. So, every, like, away game, the rookies always got to get the food for the playing for the veterans. Right. And like right. it was we leave on Saturday. This was Friday of the meeting. Mm-hmm. Coach Kelly came to me and D Rob and, and all the receivers in there. He was like, Matt, 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 you better tell these boys, hey, if they don't get my apple pie, they not that's playing with That's how he was rocking his shoulders. He was rocking his shoulders like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? He was like, Matt, Matt, yeah, you better tell him. They don't get my apple pie. He gonna be cheating today. Cheetah gonna be his ass on that bench. So 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 he wanted that power radio. I guess. Bro, I, I tell you what, Coach Kelly, bro, he gonna keep you humble, bro. He don't care how good you is, bro. He don't care. He don't care about none of that. Yeah, <laughs> what he was doing? Man. What he was doing? What he was doing? Matt, 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 <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt, tell him. Yeah, he gonna get my pie. He ain't gonna get. He ain't, he ain't gonna get my pie. He ain't gonna get no burn. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I say that bit wanted that pie. Yeah, he wanted, wanted that pie, pie. He wanted that cinnamon. <laughs> he wanted that pop and Popeyes. Gertrude. Oh, I'm talking about he ain't nothing get ain't even go there. He had a pop and Popeyes. <laughs> nah, it was like a uh, what's the little cinnamon things called? I don't know. What the, the little thing cinnamon twist joints from Popeyes. Nah, it come in like the little packet. I don't know. Bro. It come in like a little yeah, hot pocket packet. So it's, it's like. Bro, oh, them little apple high. pies. Oh, like the yeah, McDonald's little apple, little apple pie. pie. It's like and cinnamon, they got the cinnamon pie. on the joint. Yeah, real hunger, bro. Tripping. But I love Coach Kelly though. That could have been what happened, right? And on one, on one end, you got people saying you good, you this, and you get content. And then on the other side, you want to improve, and I'm sure he's improving, but it might yeah. just not be at the rate in which. The Patriots organization that Coach Belichick wants to see, you know what I'm saying. So I, I, I hope he gets his starting position back. I hope he does whatever he needs to do to get that job back. And I'll be bringing that dog, man. I'll be come back with a vengeance, bro. I know I said they ain't got no dog. I hope he, I hope he prove everybody wrong and come back with a vengeance. 
He will, man. Like, just give it time. Like, it's just a, it's just a rough season. We all have rough seasons, which is, you know, which is normal because we're human too. You feel right. me? And one, right. once he figure it out, um, and they get the they get the dice rolling, he's gonna right. come back, man, full swing, full momentum, and prove everybody wrong. Now, you also said another statement and had a very eventful day behind this. I'm sure your your, your social media went crazy. You said well, the Dolphins of today. This team today is better, in your opinion, is better than the 2020 Super Bowl champ Chief team that you was on, bro. Like, you know what's crazy, bro? A lot of people like they they been they were sending me hate in my DMs for this, and all I'm gonna say is, and I'm gonna shut them up, and I'm gonna make them realize that Chiefs are never wrong. The salary cap, the salary cap increases every year, so that means what you're able to afford better players and more. Right. Like you're you're like so that's all I gotta say. Like, it's not like, okay, this team had this, this team. It's about the salary cap, bro. Like, if you look at our team, our team is structurally got a lot more superstars on it than we had on the Chiefs, which is – now, that Chiefs team was loaded, though. We won a Super Bowl. Right. We played against a real good San Francisco 49ers team. But if right. you look at this team here, this team here is way better on paper, bro. Now, I on did paper? go out my way but what on about paper. On the field? That's what I'm saying. I, and after, after after my statement, I did say we got to go out there and we, and we got to do what we got to do. We got to take care of business. We got to practice each and every week. We got to we gotta make sure we're not shooting ourselves in the foot. I did go out and say that now because it, it's hard. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And right now, our head coach is doing a great job of making sure that we're prepared. He's on our ass each and every week. Like, his little tiny, small ass is on our ass. <laughs> Smallest dude on the field talking shit. Like, hey, make sure you practice. Hey, let's go run hard. It's like, he's making sure he's on top of it. Because he knows, like, this is our window. Our coach understands. He understands ball. He's like, this is our window. This is our time. Because you're only going to get this team one time. You're only going to get the same guys back on the same team one time because every team changes every year. That's how it is. NFL, that's how it is, man. You know, you said his little ass. I, I, I see David slaying Goliath in this. I see Mike McDaniel in the in the Miami Dolphins being super successful and getting that chip this year. I really I really see that. You know, you know, we believe in the underdog story. That's how we was raised. That's what we believe in. We're going to always oh, yeah. believe that. I think he's the underdog. I think regardless of what you guys do on the field, he's still going to be considered an underdog whenever you look at coaching. How long this person, oh, yeah, for sure. here, this person played here, and they're going to look at, oh, he didn't play this, he didn't do this. Nah, but he got this. He got this down to a science. And that's Bruh, one I thing. In heart, that's one thing you can't fucking take from him. But I would coach, coach so different from every other coach like he does things that you know other coaches wouldn't do just like the other day on the broadcast he was telling like um al michaels and them on a black friday game how he met his wife yeah i don't know if you heard it it was crazy right it was like no other head coaches no other head coaches saying that no other head coaches saying hey i was about to bench this dude because he was talking to my future wife no other head coach is saying that. Other head coach is like, yeah, I'm, we met on something on the beach or somewhere, trying to make it more romantic. But coach, he's different, right? He don't care what he says. That's the be- that's the beautiful thing about it. Like he's here to have fun, and he doesn't mean no harm about it because I've learned that. Me and him have had right. some exchanges, obviously. Right. Um, and it's like, bro, like he don't mean anything about it. He's just trying to have fun and have a good time, and you know, just be him. Right. Bro, I love it. And that and that's what you need. 
um, and, a, and a coach and just as a person. And, and, and I'm sure you consider him a friend. So somebody to be honest with you, and they just going to beat themselves. He's not trying to adjust to the norms. Um, and he's showing that he can make his way in it. Like, like we said before, he's like an Eric Spolstra. You know what I'm saying? We seen he got him some wins under his belt. We got him some championships under his belt. Now, hard knocks. I know you're a super private dude. You've been cracking up at it. Keith had the cheese in a joint. How does that feel? I know you're private. How does that feel having the cameras in your house, follow you around? You got to get mic'd up. Like, like, how does that feel? Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of cool. Um, but I, I know eventually it's going to get, you know, tiring and stuff like that, but it, it, it also feels like, you know, um, we have our own sports reality show. So my family, they absolutely love it. Um, mom love it. Key, Keita love it. Uh, everybody, uh, in the, in the household really loves it. So, um, as long as the girls is happy, you know, having a good time and they don't feel, you know, um, like, those people are, you know, overstepping into their boundary, uh, overstepping into like their lives, then it's okay with it. Um, I did, I, I did definitely have to go get their okay with it. Um, cause I told them, I was like, I'm gonna go ask my mom, I'm gonna go ask Key, you know, right. um, if, if they cool with it. And Key said yes, my mom said yes. So it was a go. It was like, hey, let's roll with it. And we, mm-hmm. we, we, it's been fun so far. They've been enjoying it. The girls been loving it. And I even look at that for, the Dolphins organization and Coach McDaniel to make that decision to do it. Me personally, I think the man is a visionary. You know, I think I think he wanted to document He's smart. this season. Yeah, He's I smart. think he wanted to He's document smart. it for he, a reason. I think he knows what's on the horizon at the end of this year. I think he knows who's going to be raising the Super Bowl uh, championship trophy. I think he has that vision where he already he, – he's foreshadowing, right? He's putting it ahead like, I want to document this season. Why? I want them to see what this team has gone through internally uh, as mm-hmm. an organization and the players individually. I want them to show their personality. I want to show my personality. Give you guys more insight so I can take you guys on this journey with us as we go get this championship. He's a smart guy, man. He's, he's a smart guy. and um, I, I think he's well-timed. It's, well, it's perfectly timed. And um, I, I, don't, I believe like there, there is no other season that um, you wouldn't want to do it. This is the perfect season. We got the talent. We got the coaching staff. Um, we got everybody in the building to do it, man. So this would be the perfect, absolutely perfect season to do it. Week 13 projections. You going back to we- see your old OCEB with the calm. What's going on? Week 13 projections, man. I'm very excited. Obviously, the CEB, man. Um, that's my guy. Uh, mm-hmm. You feel me? Um, they doing a lot of coaching changes over there. I, I just hope they don't, you know, get rid of him because he's been, believe this or not, he's been doing a great job for them, man. It's just, you know, they, they, they're having some problems on the other side of the ball. But week 13 projections, I got to say, nine receptions for 126, two touchdowns. I, I, I got to get two touchdowns this week, man. I need 150, 160 from you, bro. <laughs> That's what everybody's saying, man. So you're messing up a parlay. Anybody say you're messing up a parlay. You're messing up a parlay, man. Come on, man. We need one. That, that, that'll be great, though. Nah, perfect, perfect. So you excited to see EB? Will there be a reunion like when you went and spoke with uh, Coach Reed? 
No, it'll be different because with Coach Reed, he kind of gave me the cold shoulder, him and Pat. But with E.B., it's going to be like, <laughs> yeah, like it's, you feel me? Like It's like they gave me the cold shoulder whenever I was in uh, oh, fucking, man. where we was, Germany, Germany, they gave me the cold yeah. shoulder. You think it was a cold shoulder? They were just locked in or was it, hey. <laughs> it was one of them. Hey, bud. All right. Go ahead on, man. It's like, we'll fuck with you, bro. It's like one of them. I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. Shit. That's what's up, man. You tripping. So, but yeah, but but now, 126. Yeah, two tubs, 126, nine nine receptions. Mm. Lock me in. I'm I'm calculating. I like it. What's my record, though? Have I been right? Have I been right? Last game, what I said. You've been close. You said two tugs, one. Oh, I did say two tugs. You said two tugs. I, I don't think you said 150. You said one something, though. I think you went for one tug. Should have been two tugs. And mm-hmm. I think you had, what, 104, 105? 102. So, 102. No, perfect, man. Yep. Let's get it done. All right, let's get it done, man. Yeah. Thank you guys for another episode, man. It was, it's been great. And like I said, make sure you rate, review, and go check out all our latest podcasts and even this new one that's coming out on YouTube, Spotify, and, of course, all the Apple podcasts. So thank you, guys. We're out. See you next week. Washington Commanders, baby.